This is Running on Sunshine. Thanks for joining us today as we talk about anything from runs down here in the South to nutrition. Now let's pop the hops on sunshine and get this pod started. Hey everyone, it's Megan. I just wanted to give you a heads up that during this recording, we used the phone for the first time and the phone recorder broke up several times. So I pulled out some of the vocals. So some of them are a little bit different tone than the others and I apologize, but I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks so much. Hello everybody, it's Running on Sunshine. This is Meg and I have a special guest here today. Kristen is doing multiple baby showers this weekend and couldn't be with us, but we have a lot to cover. So we're going to skip the hops today, no beer, um, and just get straight into the gut. And my guest today is Steve, otherwise known as Dad. Say hi, Dad. Hi, everybody. So, uh, Steve, you just did your very first marathon at Disney. Yes, I did. How exciting. So we're going to talk today about the expo and packet pickup and all that jazz, the half marathon really quickly since you didn't do that part, and then the full marathon. I want to see what you think about all that jazz. But to start off with, there was a new event guide this year. Did you take a look at it? I did. It was very nice. It was a much cleaner look, a lot more white in it, a streamlined version. I am, as we all know, a creature of habit, and I get whiny about Disney making changes. So I'm a little whiny about it, but it was really nicely done, um, easy to use. I wish sometimes there are a lot of questions in the forums and the different Facebook groups about this, that, or the other, times for pickups, and if people would just take a hot minute and read their event guide. Uh, all those questions would be answered. So I kind of wish people would do a little bit more digging in because it's a nice guide, yeah? Yeah, it was nice. It uh, covered a lot more. I think they they have probably some uh, new people working with Run Disney. Yeah, I think so too. I'm My fingers are crossed that eventually we'll get to the point where there's like a Run Disney app. Wouldn't that be rad? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and you can like track people in it and all kinds of stuff. It just streamlines everything for you. That would be awesome. Very so, good. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So um, the expo, so the expo for Wine and Dine this year was all in the new arena, the packet pickup, all that jazz, and then over in the large pavilion were the vendors. But this for for Wine and Dine, we didn't go into the HP Fieldhouse at all. Now back for Marathon Weekend, packet pickup was back over in the HP Fieldhouse. I again, creature of habit, I like it that way. It's less confusing. I know they probably did that because there were a lot more runs to pick up. You've got your goofies and your dopies, your 5K half and full. Um, but I really like going down into the HP Fieldhouse. I don't know what it is. I like going down there and then going into the big pavilion to pick up my packet or my shirts, rather, excuse me, and look at merch um, and then going over and looking in the new arena for Disney merch specifically. Did you pick up anything or buy anything when you were at the expo, Dad? At the expo, we... Um... Uh, I bought I bought some of those uh, energy beams uh, at the uh, vendors, um, but at the um, at as far as the Disney um, merchandise, everything I looked at was not my that my size was sold out. Mm. The shirts that I wanted, it was um, it was kind of weird. They didn't I they didn't have any um, XL or double XL shirts that I would have been interested in. And you went to the expo on Friday, right? Yeah, on Friday, things were just pulled out. Yeah. And I that's, that's weird because I heard that, like, magnets and pens, there were a lot more this year 
than there have been in previous years. Usually you get those vultures that come in uh, the very first day and they buy most of the stock out and then you have to buy stuff online if you want it from them on eBay or what have you. But um, I heard from a lot of people that there was a lot of extra merchandise this year and they were able to get what they wanted. So I'm sad that your size was sold out. Yeah, there were two shirt designs that I liked and both of them were not available for my size. Hmm. So, I wonder if any of the warehouses will have them or online. Like I've been looking at the Shop Disney, you know, the Shop Disney online. So far, none of that merchandise has shown up on there. Hmm. Interesting. We'll keep an eye out. Sometimes it goes to the warehouse, too, and maybe we can snag some shirts for you there. I'm wondering if somebody just didn't get them all out on Friday or if they were really gone. Did you ask anybody if there were more in the back or no? Yes, I did. And they said they were. that's all they had was out. They have some beautiful jackets. All the jackets were running around a hundred dollars, though, and I was hoping, that, yeah, each. I was hoping that some of the jackets would show up online later at lower prices because mm, they yeah. had tons and tons of jackets. Remember that one year I scored some jackets for twelve bucks at the warehouse, and they'd been eighty nine at Run Disney, but the actual event. Right. Yeah, oh, but I, uh, you have to be in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, to get to the warehouse, right? So. We're in Miami. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a difficult jaunt for you up there. So um, there was a huge decline in registration this year, and it's with the exception of the 5K. And you said you heard people were registering like the day before, right? Yes, they were. Yeah. So this year I have numbers. They're from somebody online. So they're not my numbers, guys, but... um, take it from this random stranger online. It's a good place to get all your information. (laughs) That the half had, um, the elite group had 73 runners. Corral A had 1,156. B had 1,208. C had 2,397. D had um, 2,346. E was at 1,758 corral F, which is the largest corral because they're usually the people that don't have to have times. Uh, they're people who estimate that they're going to be finishing at two, hour, two hours and 30 minutes to two hours and 45 minutes, but you don't have to have proof. So F was at 7,741. G was at 2,345. H was at 6,097. And then for the full, the elite group was at 67. Corral A was at 1,073. Corral B was at 1,097, C was at 2,122, D was at 2,005, E was at 1,482, Corral F, that's where we were, right, Dad? Yes, we were. Was at 4,869, G was at 1,224, H was at 3,944. So those are pretty good numbers, but it did feel like a lot less people. And I know they said registration was way down. So yeah, that was, well, it, yeah, it could have been the um, combination of the price increase and the fact that the weather um, for the run Disney weekend last year was pretty bad. It was freezing last year. Yeah. Um, literally freezing. Yeah, so very, <laughs> very temperamental weather last year. I also think it could also be an accumulation of the 25th anniversary of the marathon previously and also the fifth year of the Dopey, seeing a decrease in that for that as well. Uh, I think it's interesting because I feel like with California being canceled, you would see more people from the middle of the country coming to Florida instead of before they had to split. But, yeah, numbers were way down. So 
I think at some point Disney has to decide that they've hit a price, you know, plateau. Yeah. They have to look at what other marathons and apps are charging and Mm -hmm. make it in line probably. And I'm still a little bit bitter about the fact that they are charging parking for hotels for everyone, including APs. It still ticks me off. So Yeah. I keep saying exactly. I'm going to protest and not go, but I keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent an email about that, but they, I just got a form email returned I'm to sure. me. And they don't really care. Yeah. So. I'm sure. Take uh, my money and run, Disney. <laughs> so before the expo, Greg and I went to Beaches and Cream at the Beach Club Resort, and I had never been there before. Holy cow, that place is awesome. I had a milkshake with a cupcake on top, and then on top of that, there was a piece of chocolate, and Greg had a Guinness milkshake, or a Guinness float, I guess it really was, but it was amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm going to highly recommend it. I also had an amazing veggie burger. Uh, it was delicious. What did you guys end up having for lunch that day? Um, we actually went to Disney Springs. We were staying at the uh, Port Orleans, so we took the boat over to Disney Springs, and don't ask me the name of the restaurant, but it was a newer Italian restaurant. It was really very good. That's Terralina's. I think that's the name of it. I've heard really great things about it. Nice reviews. I believe you are correct. and It was excellent. So Yeah. And then we went to the movies, you know, and um, that was a night we got in, you know, we got in and... Um, we saw you on Friday, and we had, was it Friday we had brunch? Or was it after, was it, yeah. It was Saturday, because it was after the half marathon. Okay, Saturday we had brunch. Yeah. And that was very nice. Other than that, we were pretty much eating at the food court and such. Um, very nice. A Tepcot. Yeah. We ate there, of course. After the run, though, we did um, splurge. Um, that evening, Sunday evening after the full marathon and went to Epcot and ate at the uh, steak restaurant, the Les Celliers at Epcot, which is yep. not cheap, but it was amazing. So that was a great post-raced meal. I am really impressed, Dad, that you were able to go and walk around uh, Epcot and have dinner. That's pretty impressive considering how much training you put in and all the work you put into this, right? Yeah. It was painful, but I did it. And you are how old this year? 66. And do you mind telling people what you had happen a couple months ago? Oh, about oh, about five months ago, I had heart surgery. That's awesome. And you also uh, struggle with diabetes? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm diabetic, but it's under control. <laughs> yeah. So you're... Diabetic, you have had heart surgery five months ago in your 66 and you did your first marathon. And that all stemmed from the year before, right? Um, well, what do you mean? Like the decision to do it came from the year before. Yeah, it was a moment of uh, probably drunken insanity or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I, <laughs> I'll concur. Is every year that I do the marathon, uh, dad and my stepmom Kathy usually meet me in Epcot around Mexico, and dad usually has a beer for me. Well, this last year I stopped and I took pictures and I did a ride, and he was waiting and waiting. And the longer he waited, 
he kept drinking the beer he had for me. And by the time I got to Mexico, I ran up and he had a, a new beer and he said, I'm running the marathon next year. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Wait, what? Because <laughs> I was at mile 25 at that point and I was just like, whatever you want to do, dude, just go ahead. <laughs> but you well, I was watching, I was, yeah, I was watching people older than me and uh, run past me and heavier than me run past me and I'm like, Wait a minute, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, and you did. I'm so I'm super proud of you. I mean, you put your mind to it and you went out and did it. So the marathon we we started at, like you said, in Corral S the morning of. We uh stayed at the same hotel, so we met downstairs and hopped on the bus and rode over. And that waiting for the start of the Disney marathon and like walking to the start is always the worst part. Um, right. I had us, when we finished, clocked at an extra, I think it was three and a half miles from walking in and walking out and all that jazz. So um, that is that is rough. And I know at one point we were on the ground. You stood back up because it was starting to get uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like sitting on the asphalt. However, there was a girl sitting next to us, and she had bought a, a one of those foam painting pads from the dollar store for a dollar. Smartest I've ever she was, yeah, I know. She was like, very comfortable. So um, next time I run, which will be the Star Wars 10K coming up, I'm going to the dollar store. <laughs> I know. I'm getting one of those garden pads. I think I should just go buy like 10 of them and keep them in the garage. Yeah, I should. I should. Sure. The dollar a piece? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> left it there. And they take. I'm sure they probably take those with the shirts to the donation place, don't you think? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was like the best thing I've ever seen at a run, I think. Um, yeah, because yeah. Uh, okay, that asphalt is not good on your butt no, or your cool. knees. Yeah, it's straight kills. And then by the time you get up, your butt's numb and it's like ugh, awful. Um, so there was, again, a long out and back between mile 10 to 12. And that was just horrible. You remember that, John? Yeah. It was not. There were some proportions that were not great. I think yeah. any of the runs, at least for the halves and, and for the full two, uh, I have some favorite parts and some non-favorite parts. My least favorite part is when you run by the bakery and then like three minutes later, you're running by the sewage treatment. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's it's like, oh, this is great, and then oh, this is terrible, yeah. all at a span of ten minutes while you're running. So, <laughs> I felt like the water treatment plant this time, the smell wasn't that bad. I don't know if they turned it off or what they did differently, but the smell wasn't as bad as it usually was. I mean, one year they had the volunteers across, I think it was last year actually at the marathon from the water treatment plant. And it was so pungent that they had their shirts pulled up over their noses and their mouths so that they wouldn't be inhaling it. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, but most of, most of the run is okay. Um, you know, the, the uh, getting into um, the wide world of sports, that was good and bad. This year, my understanding, because I haven't done it before, but they had the ice cold, everybody got an ice cold sponge full of water, which at that point was 
awesome, but yeah. then running through the actual wide world of sports, that's not a fun place to run through. I refer to that section as the March of Death because, man, it is boring. And like you said, they give you the sponges at mile 20, and they try so hard, but that stretch between mile 18 to about 22 is horrible. I mean, there's bands, and they have characters, and they try to make it entertaining with spectators, but it just, it's a rough spot. Yeah, and it was, it was very hot by that time. It was actually pretty, pretty hot, and it's dusty. Mm-hmm. It was different, but, um, you know, fun. Everybody was talking during the run. Everybody, they liked our shirts. Oh, yeah. Tell everybody what we went as this time. Yeah, with a big picture of the dollar cheese that they give you in the box, which you get it for every run. And our shirt said, I'm just here for the cheese. And people, and I was, it was a goof because I hate the cheese. It's, I throw it away. It's nasty. But so many people are running past me. And go, I love that cheese. That's the best cheese. I'm like, okay. See, I love that cheese. And um, I think it's delicious, man. I'll take all your cheese. And on the back of your shirt, I put, um, I think it said like Steve the Big Cheese or what did it say again? Yeah, the, I'm running my first marathon at 66 years. I didn't. I didn't really was enthusiastic about that part, but it was a surprise. Like, here's your shirt. Put it on. But seriously, how many people were like, "Way to go, Steve! Congrats, Steve! You're doing a great job, Steve!" Yeah, and then when I posted it on the Run Disney uh, Facebook group, as everybody, I know, I saw you, Steve. Yeah, a lot of people remembered me. You made it awesome. Uh Who's going to forget the big cheese, man? Yeah, that's me. Big cheese running along. They did do that course change from a few years ago where now you're still running into the Magic Kingdom under the bridge. Uh, The cast members are there and they're waving to you and cheering you on. And I love that change. It just feels like you're really entering the park and that's really exciting. Um, As far as characters go, you know, Clarice was out on the course with Chip and Dale, which is amazing. I've never seen her out there before. Edna was out with the Incredibles and hands down, my number one favorite thing to see was the statue of orange bird on the course i like live and breathe orange bird so that was so exciting for me we were running by the the mime from tangled and all and all these people who is that what is that i don't know what that is i'm like you are you are weak in your disney I know, legit. And we had made the decision not to do any character stops. And that was the only one that I thought, oh my gosh, I wish I could stop and take a picture with you. But we kept going because it was, but it was really awesome. Um, Also this year, a change that we noticed or we had heard about was that the balloon ladies, which symbolize the end of the run. And if you're not familiar with Run Disney, there are balloon ladies. They don't actually pick anybody up behind them. There are people on bicycles with uh, Disney buses that do the pickup for anybody who falls behind, Uh, but they are the actual symbol of the end of the run. And this year, instead of stopping at mile around 22, where they normally would do the last pickup, they followed people all the way to the finish line. And you could have been picked up anywhere on the course, or at least that's what we had heard. Right, dad? Yep. That's what you heard. So yeah. 
So if they pick you up, you get put on one of the buses and they take you towards the finish line area and you still get your medal for the race that you're in. If you're a challenge runner, you wouldn't get your medal for that, but you are still given a medal. Um, if you do get picked up by them and you still get the box of snacks that they would give you when you come through the finish line in your water or Powerade. Uh, this comes out across in the shoot area after the finish line, after the pictures, across from where the baggage claim area is. There's a separate tent setup where they drive over to with the bus and let people out there. And then you actually can walk through and get your bags and then either get to the bus to go back to your hotel or out to the parking lot. Um, like we said, this year they picked up all the way until the very end of the finish line. Normally it's at like mile 22, right? Usually you see the last group of buses and, and uh, the SAG buses and that's, that's the end of it. So yeah, this year they finished people all the way to the finish line uh, and they had golf carts out in Epcot picking people up off the course if they didn't finish in time. So, I mean, that's the first time I've ever seen that happen before. That's kind of mean actually. I think once you, get, once you actually get to Epcot, it should be mm -hmm. sacred ground. That should be the end of it. I mean, their, their thing is they have to parks, they have people coming in and da da da, but you know, come on. Yeah, I feel like this is once a year. I mean they can make an exception for this. Yeah, these Disney needs to cut us some slack. Cut people some slack. <laughs> Did that feel like another Disney cash grab to you? Like pull them off the course and get people moving through the park? <laughs> it's all about the money at Disney. It's all about separating people from their dollars. I feel like if you worked that hard to get to mile 24 or 25, you should be allowed to finish. Maybe it's just me, but that's a lot of work. As a Disney shareholder, I have mixed feelings, <laughs> but don't ask. <laughs> My running supports uh, your money, Dad. Don't worry about it. But I was going to also mention the Enterprise trucks this year. Normally, when you do bag drop-off, you take your um, bag for uh, pickup afterwards into one of the tents. And this year, instead of tents, they had Enterprise trucks pulled up. And I don't know if there was an Enterprise sponsorship or what, but it sure as heck seemed a lot easier to just pull a truck up and open the back than set up tents and break them down a lot less labor intensive. Right, and setting up a tent. Well, I don't check things, but I always walk with you because you always check your bag. I like to check my flip-flops, you know. <laughs> so I think the real question is, do you think that you're going to go back and try this again next year? Or what's your plan? I'm making a decision. I will make a decision on this. It's, uh, it's, it's hard. I did lose a lot of weight before the marathon. Yeah. You know, I thought every pound that I'm not carrying with me would be good. And um, if I keep losing weight and I get down to, you know, my fighting weight, I may... Uh, may decide to do it again. I think I'll at least do a half. I think I will at least do a half for the marathon weekend, minimum. Because at, at, the, at the 14 mile mark, I, I was uh, 13, 14 mile mark, I was feeling really pretty good. I was feeling pretty good. And um, my knee started hurting, which it hasn't. The whole time I was training, I never had any knee problems, which was weird. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I can say that since we stuck together and I was with you, that you were doing great. If you had only done the half marathon, you probably would have had a PR, one of your best times yet, because you were really moving along there. I was real proud of how well you were doing. Yeah, I think I think if I do a half next year, uh, yeah, I could probably crush it. You're right. 
67 years old. I could just crush it. <laughs> I'll make you a shirt, man. I'll make you a shirt. The big cheese is back. Welcome back, Steve. Yeah, that's how you stay alive. That's how you stay healthy. You know, you have a goal. That's and that's why it's so important for people to have a goal with their, with their fitness. You know, whether it's whatever, a bike ride or whatever, they should have some fitness goals and stick to it. That was mine, and it motivated me, so I was very happy. It was awesome. I'm really proud, Pops. Really proud. So. Thank you. Thanks. I remember the only the only negative thing was uh, as the guys, while we were waiting in the corral, and the guys were coming toward us with the TV cameras, you no, were trying to yeah. pull me away. You did not want me to be on that TV camera. <laughs> Because you had a whole bit. Do you want to do your bit now for every, for all of our listeners? I had kind of a bit about the, uh, uh, yeah, with my an accent and everything. I was going to mess with the people, but uh, you know, I was going to say, in "My country, we do not have this wonderful cheese product." In my county, <laughs> yeah. and then they were going to ask me what co- what country you're from. I said, "They didn't say country. I said county, Miami Dade." <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It's so bad. And I was going to say, and I'd like to thank all these beautiful dividends. I mean, runners for being out here today. Oh, Lord. I'm so glad. <laughs> I put, I'm so glad I, like, deep-elbowed you away from that guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I would have been injured if I would have, if he came up to me. Yeah, I would, would have. have you would have actually physically hurt me. Yeah, there's a good chance that would have happened. So <laughs> no problem punching my father over that. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Well, I really thank you for doing this, and I, I hope you come back and do it again with us sometime. Oh, uh, sure. After um, the Star Wars run, just let, let me know. We'll, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's do the Star Wars 10K. I plan on killing the 10K. I plan on killing the 10K. It's not going to be a run walk. It's going to be like running. All right. Like straight through running. Hashtag deep. Six miles. 6.4 mile, whatever. Boom. You're right working through. on our outfits for that, right? You're on that? That's all you. I, I have some ideas, but uh, some of them might be a little too risque for you, Megan. What? <laughs> hey. For what me, I mean, I have an idea. <laughs> oh. Are you dressing up like Princess Leia in that white bikini? That's the plan. No, but there is a there is a, a t-shirt with uh, with Darth Vader holding his hand up, and it yeah. says "Choking Hazard." I think that's really funny. That's not risque. That's <laughs> a little bit. Come on, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Then there's another one with a star, sh- uh, a trooper, with a, a trooper holding his rifle, saying, "I'm, I'm really gonna miss you." <laughs> I like that oh. one. Oh my god, that's super. <laughs> funny. Oh my god. No, there's some, really there's some good ideas for this Star Wars run. Yeah. I don't know if I'll, if I come up with anything. You know, I have all my buddies working on it, too, so they're thinking. So. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that the the super nerds will come up with something awesome. Yeah, because, you know, we have nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded with nerds. I have nerds uh, there. I know. You have a nerd following. I, I know. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to come up right. with something unique. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, Pops. I appreciate it. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. 
Thanks so much for joining us again today, guys. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Insta and Facebook at Running on Sunshine.